one a day. One a day. That's what I'm going to name the podcast episode today. And that's my commitment this week is to do one a day. Eat one meal per day. I've never done that. Now, I've done it on accident. Well, not accident, just, you know, circumstance. Busy, right? And I love how I feel if I eat one healthy meal per day. I guess the eating window, right? A one-hour eating window, that might be a way to put it. I probably should put it down to 30 minutes, actually. Now I'm just thinking out loud. I don't know. Uh, What you put in your body uh, determines how you feel. I am very, very aware of this. Um, I've got to get acting right. And so do you. (laughs) So does everybody. What is the life? What is the version of yourself that you can live with? What is it? With me, it's like, man, I'm just so unhappy, but I'm actually very happy. Like, I'm more happy than anyone else when I'm happy. Like, way happier because I understand things on a deeper level and I can have a more deeply appreciative approach to things, right? But I'm also... You know, get more sad too because it's like, man, I should be more than I am. I don't know, man. I don't know. Doubt is the only thing. Hath not God said. Hath not God said. That's all the devil's got. It's to try to convince you that God is either lying or he didn't say what he said. It's all the devil's got. I was literally, I wrote that on my whiteboard, hath not God said, before I went to church last night. And last night, the dude preached about how the devil ain't got no power. And the Bible actually talks about, like, at the end of the, you know, the world, you're going to see him and be like, oh, what? Really? That's the devil? It's kind of like the, the liberals, you know? Like, they seem scary because they, like, break windows and start things on fire and stuff. But you, if you really look at the numbers and like the strength, the actual, the mental fortitude and the physical strength, you know, of like genuine, decent people and then those terrible people, it's like, what, really? Like, they're not scary. They're just making a bunch of noise. They're not like, like they don't actually have any power, but uh, it's going to, it's going to seem like they won. The Bible says. Because good men do nothing, right? So you just got you got to ride it out, but stay, stay true to yourself, stay true to what you know. But if you don't know nothing, how are you supposed to do that, right? So you got to educate yourself. You got to read the Bible, and you got to look at like history, like what actually happened, and like what's the motives behind these things, right? People are so dumb. <laughs> Yeah, every day I realize how dumb I am. There's so much to know. But you need some you need some fundamentals. So here's the deal. I've had a really, 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 really rough morning. So yesterday I decided to do this one a day thing. It's like, okay, I'm committed, I'm fasting. 
the the Monday the Sunday noon to Monday noon fast is a best schedule for me because then I spent I spend Sunday after a church like planning my week and empty stomach and man the planning the week thing is really good <laughs> and like I haven't done that because it's like oh I work so hard I wanna I wanna relax and enjoy myself and go out to eat after church on Sunday and. You know, it's only about 10% of the time it's even feels good. You know, most of the time it's like, what am I doing? I'm spending money on something I don't even enjoy. <laughs> that is ignorant. I guess that's, uh, you start to call that an addiction. Well, I don't know. I don't know if that's the right word for it. But because addictions typically you do enjoy them. Oh, man. So, yeah, I made that. I was like, okay, this week I'm going to do my fast. And then I appended, like, one a day on that meal. (laughs) I have to keep saying it to remind myself, don't deviate. But anyway, I messed up last night. I got home, and I was just so hungry. And I was like, well, if I'm doing one a days all week, then I'll just, you know, I'll be fasting all week, so all I can eat tonight. So, whatever. I completely violated my commitment so i ate i didn't eat unhealthy food though and uh, i think i ate too much ate too much didn't sleep well toss and turn all night like oh my neck hurts just a little not real bad like a couple weeks ago i hurt my neck like so bad from sleeping uh and then this morning it was just torment absolute torment I mean I got to the prayer room and it was like my mind just kept thinking of all the the bad and the oh I don't know though I went through my routine I really really you know tried to pull my mind out of my body and just tell God like I need your help and I'm going to do the best I can and I feel like I'm back well I don't know but I felt like I was back in a trap that was the worst feeling I've ever felt in my life and it lasted like two years and it was the worst of the worst of the worst of the worst and I felt like I was back in that and it's just it's just more than I can bear But then it's like, man, it's your thoughts. Your thoughts literally send an electro, electric signature out to the quantum potential. (laughs) Crazy talk, but it's true. You know, that's the request. That's your request to God is what you're thinking. God loves us, so he gives us what we request. And if you think of the bad stuff, then that's what you're going to manifest. That's what you're going to bring. And then, you know, the thoughts are the are the request, but the feeling is the magnet that pulls it back. So you got to think what you really want, and then you got to 
feel what you really want. And it's all internal. No matter how bad your life and your circumstance situation is, you have the power. And sometimes I guess you just need to ask God for help. And I've done it before and he helps me. And I'm thankful. I've got I've got a lot of things going for me. I've built a lot of skill. There's a lot of things in the work that could come through that could just completely transform my life in an instant. And God can do something outside of that, completely outside of that too. I really am thankful for my situation. And uh, I realize now that I've just been called, you know. When you see problems, when you see something that's not right, like there's no like universal reward for like pointing out the inconsistencies and complaining about it and all that. Like you don't, that's what people do. Like they think, I don't know what they think, but they act as if they think that they're getting like some type of credit for finding inconsistency in others. But it doesn't work that way. Like you got to really, if it's truly wrong, you either move away from it or you affect it. And you can't affect anything else other than yourself. And you got to let the result of you acting in a certain way affect the other. And it's there's definitely a delay to that. You can't just push a button and everything's fine. And changing yourself, my God, <laughs> that's the hardest thing in the world. But it's like, I, I got to do it. And I'm doing it, you know? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I know what I got to do. And uh, I really, really, uh, the whole what you put in your body matters. Uh, but yeah, it was a really tough morning. The gym, God, I thank God for my gym membership. Mm. Physiology drives psychology, right? Just a fancy way to say the way you move your body is going to determine the way your brain functions. And you got to get it moving. You got to get it moving like that blood pumping. You got to. You got to get your blood pumping. You got to get blood to the brain. You got to get oxygen in. You know, that heavy breathing. So I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. I got my week planned out. I just picked up a little odor job. Don't really like those jobs, but it's like, maybe I do. Maybe I just say I don't. You know? I'll take what I can get and I'll thank God for it. Yeah, I'm being kind of vague about like every little thing. Just cause. 
But yeah, so I don't know. And so as far as like strategy, like my full calendar, that is, that really is something. You know, my ultimate goal, my ultimate vision is to just have a have a a, a place, a place that's off the grid, <laughs> some acreage. I'd say three to five thousand square feet would be more than enough, but who knows? Depending on who I marry, you know, if they want more or less, I don't probably, that's not like sacred to me, like the square footage. Um, I would like a wraparound porch too. Um, but anyway, that's not sacred either. Anyway, but to just be married to somebody extremely attractive and smart and loving and caring and just be a team in a working as a team to make the world better and i believe that the best way to make the world better is to counsel the individual on how to overcome the distractions of life you know and the really the individual is you know made up of the conscious and the subconscious which ultimately you know mirrors the relationship that we have with God and it also mirrors the relationship that we have with our spouse you know I just that's what I love like that whole concept and here I am like an absolute mess can't figure life out miserable and everything (laughs) so it's like who am I to do that but I'm really close because <laughs> I just gotta, I don't know. I don't know exactly. I just gotta, I gotta stay committed and believe in myself, I guess. I just gotta believe in myself and feel it. I gotta feel it. Like I got, so last week, like I did, I had a deal that was there. Yeah, so let me talk about this. I don't know if I can make it make sense, but I had a deal that was there. I was like, how long will it take to get here? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's do it. And then, like, no response. And that makes me angry. That makes me angry at the person that just refuses to respond. But anger is a feeling. And that feeling is what I will attract. Or maybe it's not anger. It's disappointment mixed with anger. It's a bunch of emotions. They're not good emotions. It's like, why? Why does this always happen to me? But see, that's my story, right? My story is that people just don't respect me, I guess. I guess I've never said it out loud, but what is it? What is it? What is it? You know, that's the question. What is it? Well, it's me. It's me. And it's through text message too. It's like, it's the feeling. It's the, it's the, it's the, it's the feeling that I project out into the field of possibility. And if I were to feel, oh, it's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back times 10. It's not coming back with this deal. It's coming back with multiple deals. How could it not? How could it not? Like, I'm the man. 
I got the stuff. Like I got this product that I got is it is there's nothing else in the world that even remotely comes close to how good it is. There's warranties, there's service, there's it's an absolute irresistible offer. The person needs it, knows they need it. And I'm the bomb.com. Like this person loves me. And she really does too. So it's like there's enough evidence in the situation to genuinely believe that the deal is going to come back. It's going to come through. However, and this is what it is. It's hedging, right? It's hedging for disappointment. Because when you really believe something good's going to happen and it doesn't happen, it hurts that much more. But I think what you got to do is you got to get to the point where it's like, oh, you really think something good's going to happen and it doesn't happen. And you're like, oh, wow, it's going to be, if that didn't happen, that means it's going to be even better than I thought. Hallelujah. That's where you got to get. Not get, not to the point where it's like, oh, I, I think something good's going to happen. So when it doesn't, you feel bad. It's, and I'm worse than that, right? I'm like, oh, well, I don't want to get my hopes up for something good to happen. So now I'm going to just believe that it won't happen so I don't have to be disappointed. It's all feeling, man. It's all feeling. And I'm calling myself out. I want to blame others for not doing what they said they would do. And I want to take vengeance on them. In my mind's eye, I can just <laughs> see myself verbally slicing them up. You know, just shaming them for being a spineless, limp-wristed coward that doesn't do what they say they're going to do. You know, because there's a bunch of them. But it's not their fault. It's not their fault. Like, I'm setting them up for that. As crazy as that sounds, it's like, oh, what you do doesn't have any effect on them. It's like it absolutely does. There's the grand unified field. Quantum physicists have figured out that everything comes from one source. And we all know that as true believers, right? There's one God, right? I mean, come on. Hero Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And everything that was made was made by him. And that You know, like, that's it. It's all connected. It's all connected. And if I don't feel the way I'm supposed to feel, then I'm not going to get what I'm supposed to get. And if I did, then God would be violating his own nature. And I can't expect God to not be God. Like, my God, I, I live... That's my number one love. I love the fact that God is who he is and he doesn't change for anybody. So to be hypocritical on the other side of that, wanting him to be different. See, that's the thing. You want things, but you don't realize it contradicts things that you say that you want as well. I say you, I'm talking about me, but it's everybody, right? So I don't know. I feel like these 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 low points are just it's it it's a good thing because it gives perspective on how things are you know and that whole feelings 
thoughts are electric, feelings are magnetic thing. That's a little much for most people. They're like, oh, I don't get it. I just want what I want. You got to feel what you want. You got to become it. Oh, and I'm going to do it. Manifest. We're God's highest form of creation. We can have anything we want. You can even manifest bad things. I wouldn't recommend it. But that's so crazy. People, they think like, oh, well, God wouldn't allow it if it wasn't good. Yeah, right. No, that ain't true at all. That ain't true at all. He set up the structure of reality. You do what you want with it. You can use faith to manifest terrible things. That's a, that's a hard pill to swallow. It's true, and there's evil people out there doing it. And that's a shame that there's evil people out there operating the gift of faith. The gift of faith, though. Like, what is the gift of faith? Ugh. I got the gift of faith it, according to the definition that I've been taught. And I guess I should go deeper on it and really understand. But I understand the gift of faith is like when you speak and when you encounter people, their faith is raised. I've, I've got that. But I don't have the goods. <laughs> Having the gift of faith but hating yourself might be more detrimental than beneficial i don't know i don't know i think i think it's a net gain uh but i could just change i wouldn't have to worry about it right like uh you know <laughs> i'm certainly not gonna pray that i lose the gift of faith i guess i just pray that i could let me have the faith that people get from being around me it's like the it's like the gas and the brake thing. Like my God, just have faith. Well, there it is. Faith, faith is persistence. Faith is commitment, right? Because that that's it. Like you got to have faith in the process, and doing the process is evidence that you have faith that it'll work, right? And that that's all it is. And I've done a lot of really, really, really good, and and then I fall off, and and I think I, you, know, and then I doubt the fact that I ever did anything good and then it's hard to get going again. I don't know. But faith is the answer and my prayer life, really. Uh, <laughs> that's another thing. You know, we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves. But they measuring themselves by themselves are not wise. Basically, that's what it says in the Bible about comparison. Comparison is a thief of joy. You hear that a lot. But it's also like it's a it's a it's a faulty gauge of whether or not you're doing good or not. So my prayer life in comparison is probably great, you know. I don't know what percentage of people would would be in that level. It's probably very select, but it's not good enough. It's just not. And I know it's not. I know it's not. Like I need a a really systematic framework to launch from, uh, get through, you know, and basically Jesus gave it to us in the Lord's prayer. And I'm doing that. I'm building that out. And that's on my list this week to really get done. And as far as altar working, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Like it really does. I'm just so grateful. I really am. When I really look at the way things are, like I can't, I'm just not ready to go on. Like I'm not like I need, I need to seal up 
some things I'm working on right now. And, you know, the thing is, it's like, oh, if I just had enough money. And it's like, I do have enough money. Like, I do. I got enough for today. And God always comes through. He always does. And when I get my stuff set, it's going to break forth. Wow. One a day. One a day. That is uh, the title. So pray for me. You know, they say, and I don't get this, the quantum physics type thing. They say that somebody in the future can pray for you. <laughs> so maybe in the future, somebody will hear this podcast and then uh, they can pray for me to commit to this one a day thing. You know, I do a lot of fasting, you know, like where you don't eat anything at all for a day or two or three or five or 10 or 15, I, you know, 21 is the longest I've ever went. Biblically, the longest fast is 40, man, that's pretty gangster. But, uh, so I've done some, I've done a, a, a substantial deal of fasting, but to cut, this is a different thing. I've never done this. I've never consciously done the one a days and I've, I've researched it or I've heard a few people talk about it and I'll tell you, I do think that that's going to be the best for me. So I'm a little, uh, apprehensive, I guess you could say, you know, a little nervous about going to do something I've never done, but I do think it'll get me something I've never got. So as crazy as that sounds, I, I do think that my physical health, my mental health, spiritual health is all connected. And, uh, and so the one a day is going to be good. So as much as I, I don't understand how you could pray for somebody in the past, if it's in the future, they do say that, um, so if you hear this in 10 years, of course, Jesus will come back before then. I can pretty much guarantee you that. But, uh, if you happen to hear this in the future and you don't mind praying for me in the past, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Peace out.